Hey everyone, this is Johnny Moto, the host of AV Insider, hopefully a show you found on purpose. And of course, if you did find it on purpose, you would have found it at ravepubs.com under the Rave Radio tab. Uh, if you found it on accident, welcome. Please join us for a fun-filled show. Hopefully today will be more enjoyable than the last time I had this gentleman on, which was really fun, by the way. And if you're not familiar with the brand, Kef, uh, stick around. This will be fun. Today I've got Jack Sharkey, who's the Technical and Marketing Communications Manager at Kef. Jack, welcome to the show, or welcome back. Hey, Johnny. Thanks for ha having me back. Um, I always look forward to, to hanging and talking with you. It's always a good time, so I do appreciate it. Yeah, man. Like I was telling everyone here on the show, in case you missed that episode, which was episode 69, we did on May 3rd, 2016. So it's just coming up on uh, on two, shoot, three years now almost. Yeah, it's going to come up on three years. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a, little far, a little farther than I thought. And at the time, I think we talked about that the, what was it that you said, the, the LS50 was really taking off with, with Kev. Does that sound about right? Right. The LS50 wireless was, wireless. Um, was just starting to hit its stride and... Um, it had re been released to the market, say the previous January. So by May, we were, you know, we were full steam ahead with that. And, you know, in the last couple of years now, we've, we've remodeled the, the Q series, um, which is our, um, our, the entry level full line. Uh, we've remodeled the R series, which actually had a total rebuild. And there's so much cool technology in the R series um, that, that just makes that a really exciting relaunch. And of course, what we've been um, really spending most of our time with uh, since maybe October or, or November thereabouts is the LSX, which is uh, the newest member of the LS family. So it's LS50 wireless, but it's on a little bit smaller scale. So we've got a lot of really exciting things going on. Yeah, and uh, remind me back it, for the LS50 wireless. At that time, I think you already had wireless products, but that's when I started to see uh, Kef sort of, of making, I guess, m more catering towards the, I guess, what we call that the, the digital market, right? So we're starting to see yeah. more people looking at wireless options. Yeah, we, you know, because we, we had the X300, which uh, was released maybe at this point now, six or seven years ago, I guess. And, and LS50 Wireless was, was a, a new venture for us and in, in terms of the, the total connectivity and the total, the total user sort of convenience that it had. So, you know, it's based on the LS50, which is our sort of iconic bookshelf speaker that's been, that's been out since um, 2011. Uh, and that in itself is based on the LS35A BBC monitor that we were involved in, in, in developing, reducing as far back as the late 1960s, early 1970s. So the LS50 was, was released as a 50th anniversary, and we kind of thought it would be a short run, really kind of a cool product to celebrate our 50 years in business. That was in 2011. And then, you know, the rest is history because the LS50 just hit really hard. It's a great little speaker. In fact, I'm just sitting in my living room right now and I've got a, uh, a five point, my 5.1 system is all passive LS fifties and it's just a, a wonderful speaker. So then what we did is we incorporated a lot of the wireless technology that people nowadays really sort of expect, um, with their music experience. So, uh, you know, wireless streaming in the home, uh, Spotify connect, Bluetooth, and then, of course, you can also hook up, you know, regular sort of CD players or turntables to it as well. Um, and that product has, has just really done really, really super well for us. And its um, predecessor would be the, the LSX that was released last fall, 
which is it's it's not an LS50 Wireless Junior. It's a little smaller version. It's a four and a quarter uh, UniQ driver, but it's the same LS platform with the DSP and the amps and the whole bit. Um, but obviously, it's really catering to to a, a market that just sort of requires a lot of convenience with their wireless and and requires the things that they're used to having with Bluetooth and with streaming, but it's done with, with the Kef eye towards really, really good sound. And, and then since then you'd mentioned now that's uh, you've evolved the LS, I guess, uh, wireless series of, of product, right? Um, you, were you saying that that was the LSX? That's the smaller version? Yeah, the LSX is the new one, and that's the junior version. I, I don't really like to call it the junior version because it's not – it's it's a really separate cool product onto itself. But if you look at it side by side, the LS50 wireless compared to the LSX, the LSX is maybe, um, you know, a third again is small. So it's, you know, really super convenient uh, in terms of placement. And the cool thing, Johnny, about it, like LS50 wireless was um, – it's a wireless system. But in order to keep the timing and the audio file quality level of, of, of sound together, these speakers had an interconnect. With the LSX, it is truly a wireless system in that all you, you plug the left or the right in, and they will connect to each other wirelessly. And you can stream 48K, 24-bit in, in wireless mode, and they'll find each other on their own. As we have our own onboard proprietary sort of router uh, on there, so you can have the speakers, you know, 10, 15 feet apart with no worry about wires, or whatever, and still kind of get that that Kef signature sound, which is really the thing that I'm most excited about with this product. And is there a limitation currently to the um, how many speakers can be paired? Yeah, it's it's a system, so it's a left-right stereo system. Okay, uh, and and so it's it, that's I, I don't want to say necessarily it's a limitation. We're building products to sort of enjoy stereo music. Uh, of course, you know, with, with Rune and with Apple AirPlay 2, which is coming, you'll be able to do whole house kind of um, systems with it, but you're not going to hook up three or four or five LSX to the same sort of speaker platform. You're going to have pairs of them throughout the house. Okay. Yeah. So for now, it's, we'll call it like a, a two-channel stereo system that currently, um, like you said, with updates coming from Apple AirPlay 2, and or rune could be treated more as like, let's say a distributed system, but still per zone or room, uh, stereo setup that, you know, pairs well nicely and produces that playback. Exactly. Right. Rune is already available on it. Spotify connect is already available too, but you know, with the rune, you can do the distributed audio. Uh, but what, what we're really kind of concentrating on and, and, you know, where in our lane is stereo and in our lane is, is that sort of, really, really precise reproduction of music. So, in fact, what we talk about LSX, we talk about rediscover stereo. You know, rediscover the joys of two speakers that aren't right on top of each other, that aren't in the same box, that might be, you know, six or eight feet apart from each other to get that full sound stage. And that's really what KEF is all about, is, is, is to find, make music in your home, whether it's through a distributed system or just an old school, you know, uh, passive system with an amplifier and a component system, but is to try and make music sound like music. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, uh, so I'm on your website right now over at, uh, at kept.com and uh, looking at the, the new LSX, the color option I like is something I've seen, you know, a lot Kept seems to embrace the, the ability to have these bright, bold colors. I'm looking at like a, 
you know, like almost like a matte black, but then like a metallic blue, a also a very sort of a almost matte metallic green. Same with the red shit and a very beautiful white. But what I like about the X though is the back that I can see. It almost feels, and, and you can tell me uh, that it is or it isn't. If you'd like this sort of mesh uh, flavor that feels like it's adding like a, a secondary color to the palette that really I think makes it uh, for a designer want to put something like this in your space. Yeah, the, the thing was, you know, and I'm I'm an old school audio guy, right? So it's either walnut or black, you know, is, yeah. is right? Yeah. <laughs> And then when the LSX came out and we have these, these, these five color options and with four of the options, we're using this Vadrat um, fabric, which is a Danish manufacturer, really high end sort of fabric that goes around the, the, the maroon, the blue, the green and the, um, and the black speakers that just adds this whole other sort of text, textual feel to it really makes it sharp. And then what we've done is say with the with the black there's maroon finishes on the tweeter on the port so they're really really super sharp super high-end look that you know you can put into your any kind of a house anywhere um any kind of a furnishings or you know whatever you've got with the standard white doesn't have the fabric it's um it's a it's a uv lacquered finish it's a whole different manufacturing process but right you know kef we like to play with our colors and and yeah. white and black you know and that gloss is, is is really in our wheelhouse but then adding the 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 olive green which is the the michael young edition michael young is a designer he's a british designer and he's based in hong kong and um and he, he we worked with him or he partnered with us to to come up with the, the full design the industrial design of the lsx so there's the olive green, and then we have the maroon, and then the, um, as you mentioned, the blue and the black. So it's really kind of cool because no matter what your house looks like or no matter how, how you want to incorporate it into your house, we kind of got a color for you. Yeah, and, and, and to the, the fact of, like, the design option, right? So like we mentioned colors and, and the, the maroon, the green, the blue, very pop. Um, but even, like, let's just say, like, the white and the black, right, the two opposing shades, um, that would fit more onto like, you know, a darker room and, or, you know, I got white walls and white furniture. I wanted to sort of blend, but with that fabric though, I still feel like it still makes a statement in the room, regardless of sort of kind of matching the, the color palette of the room. Even if you go for the bold stuff, I think it, it really, it, it sort of makes a nice little uh, statement piece, but still sort of not, uh, unesthetically pleasing. Yeah, it's, it's really kind of cool. And it's, it's a really great point. And I, one of the things that I noticed with the fabric too is you take the maroon one, which is a really bold speaker, you know, right. really bold color. But with the fabric, it, it, it sort of softens that boldness, if you will, but yet it's, it's still there, but it's not sort of in your face. It's a very sort of, I guess, point of phrase, it's a very subtle in your face statement. And, and that kind of makes it, it, it makes it, so usable pretty much anywhere. Like I said, I'm a, I'm an old school, you know, black or walnut kind of guy. And when I first laid my eyes on the, on the maroon in particular, I was like, wow, this is really something sharp. And like for an old guy like me, it was like used to really sort of plain colors. It was fine. And in fact, that's what I'm using in my office is the red ones. And I kind of dig them. Yeah. Um, I would, I would love to go down to my local, local shop here. Uh, and there's a cap dealer in town. I'm curious to see if he's got a, a display of this he's typically got you know a lot of the uh the personal audio stuff that you carry but he, he had a 
I think he's got some blades on display as well. But I'd like to see if he's got these LSX in one of the little listing rooms. Yeah, chances are he probably does because a lot of the, a lot of the dealers have really, really sort of jumped on this again because of the wireless and the ability to use it in a distributed audio system. It's it's a, it's a super powerful tool. So um, yeah, so hopefully he's got them on display. I'd say the chances are pretty good he does. Yeah, I'll have to pop down there and say hi. And uh, it's been a minute, but yeah, uh, that's interesting. So now that that is the LSX series, right? The not necessarily junior of the LS50 wireless, but let's just say another another product category within that LS uh, wireless category, right? Yeah, is that more accurate? Yeah, it's pretty cool. I mean, it is what it is. It's a smaller LS50 wireless and. And all, um, so you, you kind of can't escape it. It is the newest member of the LS family, and it's it, it's on a little bit of a smaller scale. Yeah. Okay. But also, since uh, you know, 2016 when we last spoke, you said that the the new R series was developed, correct? Yeah. So we we did a total redesign of the R series. The original R series was um, released, and I, I believe it was 2011. Um, and it's, that product's had a really good run. But now what we did with the new R-Series is we took a lot of the technology that we developed from Blade and from from the LS family and, it, you know, it then incorporated new things that we were working on and kind of put it into this. It's a passive speaker system. Um, and we have bookshelves and, and floor standards and a, and a center. But... It's, we've done a lot of cool technological things. It's the 12th generation UniQ, the, the new UniQ, and, and this is, it gets a bit wonky for people, but you can't really describe what we've done with our series without kind of diving into the tech a little bit. But we've done a lot of cool things with, with, with reflection control within the tweeter and, and, and the mid-range drive. For listeners who aren't familiar with the UniQ, what we've done is it's a single source speaker. It's the it's two drivers, the tweeter in the mid range. And, you know, it's not just a coax speaker where we sort of stuck the tweeter in, in the middle. We've, we've actually kind of designed it to operate as one driver so that the mid range not only produces mid range, but the cone acts as a waveguide for the tweeter and the, the surround for the, for the mid range and, and the, and the cabinet itself act as a, as a waveguide for the, for the mid range and the tweeter. So what we've done is we've we've done a couple of cool things with the actual design of how that tweeter sits inside the mid-range, and we've reduced a, just to the point of elimination reflections and diffractions and things that kind of muddy up your music, and it makes it you know one of the strongest selling points of Uniq has always been you can sit anywhere in the room, literally you know on a 180 degree sort of a, an arc around the speakers and still get imaging and still get proper imaging. But now with this 12th generation UniQ that's in the R series, we've even kind of fine tuned that even more. And it's amazing because I always really, really love the way the R series sound, particularly with the image. But now when you get the new R series, it's a whole step above that. And we did a lot of cool things like um, we changed the width of the cabinet. It's as slim as we can possibly get it. And, you know, if you, you know about how diffraction works and baffles and stuff, the wider the cabinet is, the more the sound kind of travels along that cabinet, sort of like water as it goes down a drain or whatever, and then it, it'll pile up and and then fire off the speaker um, out into the air in a delay, so it kind of muddies the sound up a little bit. So re that reducing diffraction to the point of elimination again with that, we did a bunch of things with port control, 
and all. And it really, for a passive speaker, when you think of the amount of technology that goes into this, it's, it's mind boggling. And that's all coming from stuff that we do when we do our, uh, our really super high end stuff, the blades and, you know, and, and, and the LS 50, which had a lot of engineering in it. So uh, that's another one. If you get a chance to go into your dealer and listen to um, it's, I would be shocked if you weren't just really, really pleased with what you hear. And that, that's been a, a total redesign of the entire horror series. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, um, we, you know, we had the, the, you know, our 500 or 300 and our 900. Now it's, it's, um, it's our, our nine and our 11, uh, you know, we've just changed the nomenclature because it actually is a, is a different speaker. So we have the three floor standards. We have the, we have the bookshelf and the center. Um, and if you put them side by side, they're, they're, they're quite a bit different, particularly the thing that's most noticeable is the width of the cabinet and the size of the baffle where okay. we use the entire baffle as a, as a waveguide for the speaker. So not only have you designed the, the baffle, the ports, the, uh, the wave control through the UniQ driver, um, which again, if for most people who are unfamiliar with what that is that Jack just described, to me, it's the most iconic thing that I can think of when I hear Kef. Right, it's right. It your UniQ driver. It's it's visually just unlike anything I've ever seen in in terms of audio. Right, like it's not just a tweeter that's on on the cone. It's in the center. It, it yeah, and it's, right, it looks like one complete driver. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that I mean, for me, that's the very the 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 thing that I think of first. Right. Um, You've you basically redesigned the entire product line, so I'm I'm curious. I'll have to go in there and, and uh, sit down for an hour or so. Luckily for me, it's the weekend, and I uh, I have time to do such things. So uh, I encourage other people if you've not gone into a Kef dealer or, or or do not know of one, I'm sure if you could head over to kef.com, um, there is a section where you can find your uh, local dealers and such. Um, yeah, and actually, some of our, our product line is also available uh, in the Magnolia Design Centers as well. So we have, you know, we yeah. have a super strong dealer network throughout the country, and now, you know, we've got the Magnolia Design Centers as well. So, you know, the opportunities to actually hear Kef are are just exponentially greater than they were even a year or two ago. Yeah, and luckily, again, for me, not or anyone who wants to come visit, I have both, right? So I have there's a Magnolia Hi-Fi that has Kef here, and a local dealer that also has a good selection of Kef on display. So it's not just the you know the Blade or the Blade Two that he has. I can't recall. I think he's got a couple of. Uh, I don't know about the newer R series, but I would imagine if if this has just come out that he's probably got rid of the old stuff and put the new stuff in. Yeah, I, I was just particularly the dealer that you're talking about. You know the um, he's 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 got the full line of of the new R of. In, okay the queue as well i believe yeah okay i'm, I'm definitely gonna go in there then um it's a nice two-channel shop and if if you don't mind me mentioning i'll i'll say their name if you don't mind no by all means yeah so i'm in santa rosa california there's a two-channel hi-fi shop here called lavish hi-fi and uh a friend i went to school with by the name of ryan leith uh, runs a place and if you are interested in listening to calf i'd encourage you to go into their shop uh, there are several pieces on display and you will not be disappointed all the way down to some of the personal audio stuff, which is really neat. Um, there is, there's a little bit something for everybody. If you want to get a taste of Kef, you can move right through the personal audio stuff all the way up to the, the very, very high end two channel stuff for a room. Should you have one for displaying such beautiful masterpieces? 
they are there visually stunning and as well as just audibly pleasing to your mind's eye, ear, and everyday audio listening experience. So I would I'd encourage you to check them out. Yeah, you know, and, and you mentioned Lavish. Lavish is, is one of our, our longtime dealers and they're you know, an elite dealer and they they're they're one of our partners. And just to, to kind of talk about it, no matter, you know, if you're not in Santa Rosa throughout the rest of the country, we've got this really super strong network of dealers that are like Lavish. They're very high end. They're very personal. They're all pros that work in there. Um, and, and one of the things, you know, it's, it's a different business than it was 20 years ago where every town had a hi-fi shop and, you, you know, it, it's not that way anymore. But now what we're finding is the, the areas that happen to have, I'll use the word with my quote fingers up, the hi-fi shop, or as you, you know, refer to it as a food channel shop, um, they're, you know, they're the, the creme de la creme of, of what used to be on every block. These are the guys that really kind of put it together for us. And as a manuf manufacturer, dealing with, with dealers like Lavish and some of the other ones throughout the country, um, man, it just makes our job so easy because these guys are so good at what they do. Yeah. I, I, there are, like you said, there, there used to be on every, on every corner. And now they're, for me, at least where I live, they're becoming scarce and harder to find. Uh, again, luckily, you know, I have, uh, two locations where supporting your product, which is nice um, with, you know, listening rooms, which is even better, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Boy, right. I mean, I, most, most of my youth was wasted going into stereo stores and sitting in the listening room and dreaming about what I could own, you know? Yeah. Well, I don't know if that that's, if it was uh, wasted on that or if just building a fine taste for, for good music. Yeah. According to my parents, it was wasted. According to me, I thought it's, it's, it's worked out. All right. <laughs> um, now, you mentioned that the in the R series, the development, some of that uh, was the UniQ driver um, is revision 12, essentially, now? This is the 12th version of this? 12th generation, yeah. We, we released the first UniQ in 1988. Uh, well, maybe we released it in 89, but we started designing it in 88. Okay. Um, either way, it's a long time ago. Um, so, yeah, so this is the 12th generation of, of something that we've been doing for 30 years, and... Um, you know, the, the cool thing is with audio, as, as you well know, right, everything is an evolution. And, you know, something that sounded fantastic even 20 years ago, if you make a, even a slight tweak to it, makes a big difference. And that's what I love um, about working with Kef. And, and I've been with the company for over 10 years. And, and, one of, and I've been in audio for 40 years. Um, well, I mean, not quite that long. I'm kind of not giving myself credit. It's a little bit younger than that. Um, but the point is, is the amount of engineering that we put in and the, the amount of time that we put into it and to be able to say, yeah, we've been making a singular product since 1988 and we've now refined it again and it's even better than it ever was. is a super exciting thing to do, especially in today's day and age where everything is so you know fast and it's, it's just sort of mass market kind of stuff. And here we're still crafting these, these instruments of music and it's really kind of cool. Yeah, you know, what I really like about that is that you know, some people um, will build a product and it's is good. Like, you know, why change a good thing? This thing is perfect, right? But as I think we all know, if, if for audio enthusiasts alike or audiophiles or people that just like music, depending on what your grade of appreciation for music and the finer details in life of that experience, is that I think that you continually want more. It's like the search for the most purest form of playback, right? You want... At the end of the day, you want to hear music as natural as possible, right? Like it doesn't need to be altered. So in right. 
if you've ever bought a pair of speakers and an amplifier and or, or a pair of headphones or whatever and you really enjoyed it but it didn't feel like it was as good as it could be and you kind of kept chasing that that is basically the dream of any audio enthusiast is to make it sound better and better and better and it's a continual thing that I think that it will never never quite get to where it is and that I mean this is a good uh, a good example of you know UniQ version 12 right over the course right. of that time you know my but so many people I, I just talk about myself personally and you know and in and you you're you're in that same kind of vein of you know we've been doing this our careers this is kind of how we live our lives and it's that quest of you know, there's nothing better when you listen to a stereo and you get that three-dimensional feel and you can feel sometimes the the space between the, the kick drum, uh, the actual beater hitting the head and the outside head. And you can actually feel that movement of air inside of a drum or whatever. That's a thrill. And I know a lot of people who have never experienced it like, yeah, 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 all right, whatever. That's fine until you actually experience once experience it once and it, it sort of changes your life not sort of changes your life it, it changes your life and then you become sort of hooked on on the hobby although it's more of a lifestyle than a hobby for a lot of people um and, that, and that's one of the things that that we really try and do at kef is, is we're trying to get you to not be listening to the speaker we're eliminating as much resonance and as much sound and colorization from the speaker itself to try and give you just absolute total purity of whatever, you know, the producer and the musicians that you're listening to, what they wanted you to hear is what you're hearing. And, you know, we're, we're, we're so close to that level of perfection. You know, obviously you're never going to get perfection because that's just a, a product of physics, but boy, you can get awfully close to it. Yes, sir. And I, and I agree. Like, um, so that, that's the playback portion, right? And we talked about the artists and playing that. And I, I encourage people to, try and see a band of their choice live, right? Uh, it's a little bit different than a lot of times that you hear in the music, but it's, that's, I think that's part of that experience is, is getting that sound direct from the band. And you want to yeah. connect, right? So when you hear like on the, on the playback side, when you're not at a live concert, you're sort of looking for that same sort of experience, right? You're not technically there, but when you get that sort of magical experience through audio, that you basically are there or they are there right. in the room with you. You know, it, it is funny. Like my my family, I have a, a Yamaha receiver that we use that I use upstairs. Um, it's our general sort of use, and, and it has those you know the the, the algorithms for like um, the bottom line or for a symphony hall in Munich, right? You know, and yeah, and the rest of my family like loves listen to that sort of seven channel or you know five channel music stereo and i i just want to hear it in two speakers and sometimes with a subwoofer most times with not but i want to hear it as as pure and simple as i can because i it's it's all about the nuance for me everything that i try and get is the nuance and like you say when you out and listen to a band live you know you key in on certain players you key in on certain things and, and that's what makes that live experience so so much fun also including the emotion of the moment and the emotion of the music and and then there's that aspect of bringing it back into your living room to not only get that purity and that nuance but the emotion of what you're getting and if your sound is muddy and it's distorted and it just doesn't sound good it's the only emotion i ever get is just sort of being angry at how crappy it sounds yeah i that's why most people won't go to the movies with me (laughs) (laughs) i am the same way i make my wife sit we went to see bohemian rhapsody in imax right 
Yeah. And the theater near us has one of the best Atmos setups I've ever experienced. You know, for a regular run-of-the-mill theater, it is phenomenal. Yeah. But I make her sit in the center, so many <laughs> rows back, right? Yeah. And it's in the Johnny. You're probably the same way as me going out to to see live music. If if the sound engineer is not on his game that night, it's worse to me than if the guitar player is on his game. You know, yeah. if that sound is off and and, and all, and, and I will wind up spending the entire night just being a curmudgeon and critiquing <laughs> sound guys doing wrong. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of a curse too, isn't it? Yeah, it is because you it's, you're trying to. Not we basically don't have a good time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, my very best friend has absolute perfect pitch. So now you can imagine the two of us going to a show. All he does is complain about you know the singers being pitchy, and all I complain about is there's too much two point two k you know frequency in the in the mix, and it's just it's just no fun to go with either one of us. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, but uh, in in terms of like uh, the purest form of audio, right? So with with Kath. With Kef, you you get as much as as close as you I feel like you can as possible, and it doesn't the sound, the audio playback sound doesn't change for me that I can hear through your product line, right? Like it's it's they sound like they're all voiced the same. There's yep. different playback methods, whether that's you know um, small, medium, large, personal audio headphones, uh, the, even the little digital uh, wireless handheld solutions you have, like the is it the Muo? I think that's the Muo. Called. Yeah, I love yeah. the Muo. Yeah, yeah. There are a a large variety of of product, and coming from a company like Kef, I think is great because when it gets down to like the personal audio with the headphones, the little handheld stuff like the Muo or the wireless uh, piece, or you move up to some of the smaller home theater packages, and even some of the larger two channel floor standing product, you. What Kef is doing by that is basically reaching a much, much larger audience, right? Kef is this large, large company that produces beautiful product in their in their playback and visually and, and audibly. And in the past, I don't think that there were a lot of companies that had such a breadth of product that allowed to reach the younger generations who maybe didn't get a taste of what uh, good audio could be all the way up to uh, older generations like me and, and you and other people that have been in this game for a long time that already appreciate that. So with the, the headphones and things like that, it, it is definitely reaching the younger generation. And as they get older, I think that they're already ready to move into some of, maybe some of the floor standing solutions. Exactly. And it's, I like to look at, at Kef and, and the way that our philosophy is and actually our product line as being sort of parallel to the audio journey itself. It's, it's a, we're providing the everything that you need for that journey, right? So, you know, when you first start, you first get out of college, maybe you're, you know, you're saving money for that first pair of bookshelves or or a really decent pair of headphones as opposed to a designer set of headphones. And, and, and then you get turned on to music, you know, and the better sound of music a little bit at a time. And you don't just come out and and start in this and buy a pair of blade and a, you know, a $10,000 receiver or, you know, amplifier and preamp. You, you build up to it. And so we can literally start you from not even caring about any of this stuff with some of our personal audio devices. You mentioned the Muo is a great little piece. Like, you know, it, it's for people who just want music. But then as they get a little bit more of a taste for how it sounds, you can move up into the other things and, you know, move your life all the way through to the point where you've got yourself a pair of blades. I'm still questing 
for my blades. I don't have my blades yet, but I'm, <laughs> I'm still here and I'm still hoping. So, <laughs> Well, I'm sure we'll get there. You've been there for a good amount of time. I imagine. It's about time, right? I want my yeah. blades. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's a new year, my friend. I hope that's right. I like the way you think, Johnny. I always have. Yeah. Right. I, you know, I'd be curious to see, you know, as the, the UniQ is moving into its 12th generation, I'd be, uh, and please don't give the answer away, but hopefully, um, I would love to see almost like a, a compact version, uh, or variation of the UniQ move into something like into headphones. I think that would really change what headphones are doing these days. And I, I think they would require a much bigger set of headphones that are, but uh, some sort of technology to move into headphones, I think would really change up that market for personal audio. Yeah. You know, and we've, we're, we're not doing as much right now. We're with, with new product development with headphones, but what I will tell you is, yeah, that's exactly where we're thinking about stuff. I would. Yeah. I, I love, I would love that, but yeah. I mean, not that they're, you're putting out bad ones now. It just, I think that, that the market needs to see a change of things, but there, there's stuff out there. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, well, let's see. That sort of brings me to the ends of my question being that those are the newer products, what you're doing. Um, I think as a reminder, we, uh, you know, shows attended or, or shows like uh, CDA, the Custom Electronic Design Installation Association. If I didn't bring mm -hmm. that up, I would uh, I would probably be in trouble for being uh, an integrator of the world and, and mentioning <laughs> that uh, you make a lot of in-wall products, right? You make a lot yeah. of uh, uh, products for the uh, CI space and for people out there who who maybe don't want floor standing speakers. Maybe they want an in-ceiling speaker or an in-wall speaker but still want that KEF audio playback they make a beautiful selection of architectural speakers for your home and or commercial spaces depending on what you need or want and, and the same thing applies with the ci stuff we go from you know really sort of easy to get into uh, not super expensive high quality speakers on up to literally reference our, our reference line right everybody you know know if you don't know our reference line is sort of the that's the masthead that's that's the big T's for us uh, in terms of quality and, and just the level of speaker. And we actually have a reference level um, speaker line that goes in wall and they're THX certified. Um, and and it's, it's, it's a space that we're really, really pleased with the response that we're getting um, from, from the integrators and installers basically throughout the world. So it's the same thing applies. If you want to just do something kind of low level, um, low level comparatively speaking to reference, uh, we've got that same sort of level of KEF quality and UniQ quality, if you will, um, in our, in our in-wall cues and move right up into the R series and right up into the reference level if you, if you want. So it's, it's a great, great space for us. Yeah. And I'd, I'd be uh, interested to see what, what, uh, how that grows with other people. I have, uh, some of the stuff I like are, are your motorized product that, um, I've seen in the past, but. I think that uh, are probably being utilized more now so that way you can like aim for uh, different parts of the room or right. let's say you want to use that in an Atmos scenario and you can angle back towards a couch or something like that. Now. Yeah. And Atmos is a big deal for, for the, for an integrator now because now, you know, you have the height speakers and it, you know, you're either going to do a module on top of a floor standard that's going to point towards the ceiling, or you're going to put Atmos speakers up in the ceiling. So, you know, from a manufacturer's point of view, it's really a cool thing because it gives us so much more 
room to play with. And, you know, people are going to be requiring a lot more product to really make a seamless Atmos experience. So Atmos is a very, very cool technology. Yeah. That, that, uh, the most immersive sound systems in the world, I think, you know, I think kind of started with Atmos and not to not say that they aren't the best. I'll let other people make that determination, but there are other competitive sound playback systems, uh, DTS X, right. As well as, um, Oh, they're going to kill me for not remembering, but there are other ones. And I, yeah, they flip my memory. You know, I'm making the mistake of calling it like, you know, it's just sort of letting Atmos become a generic name, which I'm sure the folks at Adobe would, kind of like, but nobody else gets, he would be very happy with it's, it. To me, yeah. I'm talking about the, the total immersive system, which is DTSX and, and Atmos. And now of course I can't think of the same one either. Yeah. Um, it's not the end of the world. I'm sure I'll get an email about that later for not remembering, but, uh, hey, we're going live. Sometimes this stuff happens. Yeah. It's not a big deal. Um, I think that's, that's pretty good. Uh, we mentioned, so Cedia, some of the other shows, I don't think Kept attends the Infocom. Is that correct? No, we don't. Well, we'll be up at Expona for folks that are in Chicago. Okay. Um, I think that's in April. Yeah. And uh, yeah, there's other shows and you can, you know, check out on keftdirect.com. There's always a, you know, there's a schedule of events coming up. And of course on our Facebook page and uh, in, in Twitter accounts, we, 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 uh, we work a lot with our dealers and with shows and stuff. And that's a real good way for you to keep up with what we're doing new product wise or show wise. If you want to go out and, and check some things out. So, and that would be, uh, you know, sort of right. Facebook.com slash F America. Um, because we do have the business, the different business units throughout the, the world. So I work specifically with the U S and Canada and then, uh, somewhat with South America and Mexico. So the Americas, if you will. Okay, and uh, just to recap this really quick, Facebook would be facebook.com forward slash Calf America. Twitter is at Calf underscore America. And if you're into watching their videos to get a more visual understanding of everything we've sort of just talked about, especially the UniQ, which is very unique, and once you see it, you'll, it'll make more sense to you, is uh, youtube.com forward slash user forward slash Calf America. That's right, yep. And, and of course... Right. Then there's regular uh, kef.com, which is the, the umbrella site. So www.kef.com. And then that'll send you over to us.kef.com. And, and then we have the kefdirect.com site as well, uh, which is more tailored for the United States and for Canada. And it and, um, has the full product line there as well. Very cool. Plus my blog. I do need to plug my blog. Oh, please. <laughs> which is out of kefdirect.com. And, and, you know, we'll do a lot of tech stuff. I write, um, I spend a lot of time on the blog talking about sort of these really esoteric, arcane audio technologies, but trying to, you know, translate it down so people who just don't have the time to get an engineering degree can, can kind of talk about it. And we try and answer a lot of tips about you know, how to set up subwoofers or rear ports or just streaming, you know, MQA, what is actually MQA from a, a, a non-biased point of view. And then sometimes we'll do some, some fun things with, with music and music reviews as well. So that's at kefdirect.com uh, forward slash blog. Well, cool. I thank you for bringing that to my attention. And I'm glad that you're actually talking about MQA. I've, been having just some discussions with some other friends and you know some people aren't on board yet with that or they feel like there's not enough content out there to to dive into that or there's not enough places to even get uh, master quality authenticated audio files yet um, right 
So it's like, okay, well, now what do I do versus, um, you know, you can use other services uh, like uh, this new one called Quobuzz. Right. From uh, France and, and where they're, they're putting out, you know, they're claiming, you know, first to market with high res audio output. So that's the discussion is, is MQA the first one without having the MQA decoder for har- on the hardware side or is it Quobuzz who's putting that out instantly from their streaming site? So, right, right. And Cobus is actually working. Apparently, I guess they're, they're starting to, to try and get ready to, to enter, you know, enter into the U.S. market. Um, you know, and we'll see how that goes. But, but yeah, the, the MQA thing is, is fascinating because it is really polarizing. You're either on board with MQA or you're not on board with it. And I haven't met anybody yet that's like, yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe not. So I, I kind of talk about that uh, um, in that in that blog piece I did as well. That and dig into any and all these articles, but I want to suggest that you start with the MQA one because if you're not familiar with that topic, let's have a conversation about digital audio and high res and what that means to you, or what the heck MQA, which is Master Quality Authenticated, um, what that means to you, and whether or not you're going to like that or not. Um, for anyone who has any questions regarding that, I'm sure you could head over to the blog. Um, you can email me directly. It's J-O-H-N-N-Y at ravepubs.com. Uh, I've mentioned all the KEF social, all the social sites for there, although I think I forgot Instagram. So Instagram is going to be at KEF underscore America, and then you have yes. all the other yes. And now the blog, please check them out. Uh, anyone who wants to reach out to me, just simply at J-M-O-T-A, the number three. First letter of my name, last name, the number three, at J-M-O-T-A-3. Um, pretty much just Google me if something comes up that you don't like. That's probably my evil twin. Just disregard that. I'm you Blame it on him. Right? He did it. <laughs> <laughs> That's future Johnny's problem. Don't worry about That's that. That's exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, Jack, hey, thank you so much for your time. I do appreciate it. And now that I know more about your blog, I want to have you come back in and have discussion about MQA and and uh, more of the digital audio stuff. Um, yeah, let's do it. I love you know, I love talking about that stuff because it's so it's it's the wild west, man. It's the wild west right now, and it's super exciting times to to be in this business. As long as you're able to kind of keep up with all the craziness. Yeah, <laughs> but but what's good is that there are more people talking about it, and now I have another source, which is keftdirect.com forward slash blog, to get a more uh, unbiased opinion about MQA because, you know, I'm hearing it from the people direct at MQA and their marketing people and their PR teams. And so right. I kind of right. just get fed like, this is what you hear. I'm like, okay, but like, I want to hear what other people have to say. Right. But, and, and, and no disrespect to Meridian or, or anyone or uh, that represents them. I, I, I actually like MQA. I just, I want to get people informed on what this is. Right. So maybe you've never right. We're saying MQA back and forth right now, and everyone listening has no friggin' clue. I don't know. But, again, you can send me an email and, and let me know what you think about it. Uh, Jack, thank you so much for your time. Johnny, thanks so much. It's always a pleasure. I really appreciate it. Everyone, this is uh, AV Insider, a show found at ravepubs.com under the Rave Radio tab, which, of course, is brought to you by Tascam. Good friends at Tascam. You can be found at Tascam.com, T-A-S-C-A-M.com. And again, the show AV Insider can be found at ravepubs.com under the Rave Radio tab, where there are many other shows similar to this one, not hosted by me, but friends of the industry. 
different topics, different scenarios, different people. You should check them all out individually, of course, unless you're good at listening to multiple things at once, once I am not. Um, so just dig in there and uh, check us out. Uh, thank you for listening. This has been AV Insider, and we will catch you on the next show.